right? So this is. I can't remember how many we've done I so think, far. We've I done think this is third, third. fourth, third. I think third it's third. Um, well, I think fourth was a test run. True that. Um, True that. So, yeah, so this is, uh, again, our fourth one. We, I can't what, 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 what did you talk about last week? This we is talked a, about. Uh, an awful start to a podcast. But <laughs> what you talking yeah, about? yeah, I know. What? Damn it. It was something good. It um, was about. Gosh, I know one week we talked about band splitting up and stuff like that. Was that, that was it? last week? Was yeah, that, yeah. Was that it. That was it. All right, then we did our artist, new artist. Yeah. Um, again, it was Morgan Wyland and Post Malone for you. Yeah. I think this it was for me. It was Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, so we had a good a uh, conversation about that, and right. I think we have a uh, three things on the schedule for this episode. All right. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So the... Uh, What's number one? So the first thing, well, I guess we're going to cover the new artist musically. Okay. Um, so... Who uh, did you go with? Yeah, so for me, since, since you started last week, I went with The weekend. Oh, okay, nice. I went with The weekend. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I say... It's the guy who did the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think his song, what's that big, huge song he had recently? Uh, Blind Light, Blinding Lights, the very catchy one. Yeah, the with the uh, yes, synthesizer yes, riff. Yes, that was awesome. I was gonna say, uh, I actually downloaded that song. Yeah, me too. I think I downloaded it soon after. Me well, too. After it popped and it was a huge. But uh, I chose the weekend because I guess kind of cheating a little bit because for me, mm-hmm. I love eighties, just the eighties in general. As yeah. far as like pop culture and stuff but musically i'd love the 80s sound and right i know the there are a lot of 80s-esque bands and yeah groups or pop artists that are kind of the way i think about it is not you know listen to music in the 80s they don't sound like the weekend or right. like there's a group called the midnight it's a yeah um, what's the some kind of synth uh synth pop group yeah where um they took like the synthesizers from the '80s and just turned them to like eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. '80s groups don't actually sound like this, right. but it's the, it's what people would say they sounded like. Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, they use a cooking reference. That's what this is a cooking <laughs> slash. We are cooking. Yeah, since, since, since we are cooking, um, it's like an extract of right. the '80s. You know, if you listen, like if you take like vanilla. Okay, if I'm, you, I'm like, done van- with you. Use like actual vanilla bean. Yeah. Use the extract. It's like a way stronger version of it. Right, right. So this is like a way stronger version of '80s music. Right, it's gotcha. like, so that's the, the weekend. So I, I said that to say I said I kind of cheated because I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, and and I listened to his new album. I think it's similar to what I did last week. I didn't. Um, I think I listened to Harry Styles' new album last week. Some mm-hmm. of the weekend's newest album. And the singles off of it were really good. There's Blinding Lights, and I can't remember the other the other one that was a single off of it. Um, it was a big song. It was you know. Now is Blinding Lights one of the ones off that, that we played at the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Blinding Lights is the one I think. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. The uh, okay. Yeah. The the yeah the, the, the synthesizer heavy. The one, yes. Yeah. The the, the piano hook. Yes. Yes. Um, so uh, I think everybody probably knows that song. Yes. Um, Feel My Face is the other one. Okay. Uh, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah, that's him too. Yeah, that's okay. him too. I think that, I can't, I don't know if that's off that album. It is off the, the newest album. Yeah. yeah I not to say that. Um, so the, the singles off of it are good. Right. Um, some of the other songs, 
since it is like an R and B slash pop, a hip hop. Right. It is. Um, the hooks aren't what I'm used to. The hooks yeah. aren't as like strong. Right. Right. Um, because referencing the '80s, this is this is by how '80s music differs. Like actual '80s music differs than like this distilled down version of. Sure. It, yeah. Is '80s music was almost all hooks, like yeah, you know, like Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. They pop. You know. I mean, they had like two hooky parts yeah. and they build a song out of it. Right, right, right. Um, and his, well, let's just say his music in, in particular, like The Weeknd's, mm. is not as hooky. Okay. So some of the songs don't grab me like I was expecting it to. Right. Because like Blinding Lights is, you know, that piano yeah. synthesizer is, that's, a, you know, hook and a half. It's right. huge. You know, right, big time. You can sing it almost. Um, and some of the other songs just aren't. Aren't like that. But they sound like that, but not you know. Again, it's not a hook in it. Not so yeah. you can like it catches your attention. Okay. Um, Sorry for the sound. I am cooking. I'm folding wrap on the steak. <laughs> Again, goes with our theme. We're cooking yeah. and talking mm-hmm. music. Yeah. But so okay, is it Z? Uh, okay, because I've not heard. Again, I like what I like. You told me two songs. One I didn't know was him. I really like. Other one I downloaded. I knew it was him. Um, and I guess. I never thought about how his fillers would be and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so that's kind of the biggest thing between maybe not all these 80s S groups, yeah, right. but like the ones that have a similar sound is that they. Sure. Just not as hooky. And his okay. stuff isn't that isn't that way. Right, right, um, right. I guess like hook, I guess, is like a, the main riff. I guess not, it's not as catchy. Sure. But um, so overall, I say obviously he's super talented. I think one of the songs I have to show you maybe off air is. Very Michael, like he sounds a lot like Michael Jackson in it. I think yeah. that's kind of his. I think that's kind of his comp. Like, if, not with all through the da- dancing part yeah. of it, because you know nobody's Michael. Yeah. But like vocally, it's pretty. It's pretty Michael Jackson esque. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. So he obviously he's a great singer. Right, right. Um, it just some of the songs just weren't as good. Right. As I expected. Um, so overall, I think last week I said I would continue to move dig deeper with yeah. Harry Styles. The weekend maybe I would dig a little bit deeper. Right. Um but definitely not a go to. It's not definitely okay. not built in as a go to. Yeah. Um, um but again overall um well I'm gonna have to check them like out. Them. Yeah. Because again I like I know like again only two songs there might be something else I don't know that I that's him. Um which uh but um but again those songs uh that you said though very, very good songs. And um because I think I was probably the, the only one out of everybody we knew that actually liked Super Bowl yeah. performance. Yeah, I know you I, were. I, yeah. I, I never, because out of I don't know how many people that saw it, obviously millions, but like, yeah. as far as you know, our, our friends and family. Yeah, everybody hated it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, and I didn't I, hate it. I, I actually didn't hate it. I like I said. I I mean, I found I would have never. I I went and downloaded that song afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. well, I, I I didn't like. Um, you know, for me, it was some of the. Uh, I guess uh, presentation. It had nothing to do with the music or anything. I was just, you know, um, I guess. J- j- anyways, it had, the performance. yeah, the performance, and, and it had yeah. nothing to do with the music. So, uh, but yeah. again, I went and downloaded it after after we uh, checked it out. So, I was definitely on, I'm I'm definitely on his board. I'm, I'm excited to give him a listen because um, you know mm. I hadn't really thought much of him since uh, I downloaded that song, and I've list- obviously it's on my playlist. I listen to it sometimes. So. Um. So I'll say, as far as, because there's the 
is pop, you know, I guess it means popular, I guess. Went, so, yeah. So, his more popular pop right. songs are very hooky. This yeah. Don't, I guess since he is an R&B artist. Sure. The R&B songs, since I'm not an R&B guy, typically, really. Yeah. Um, but um, the R&B talk songs he has aren't necessarily my thing. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But uh, overall, like I said, uh, I do like them. And so, uh, so far, I haven't come across anybody I would not listen to again. Yeah. Harry Styles on the weekend. But, uh. Well, I guess to to go piggyback off what you said, you know, I went with Luke Holmes, and I uh, and my first two uh, with uh, with uh, Post Malone and and Morgan Wallen, I you know, I end up kind of respecting both of those, even though it might not be something I listen to all the time. But Luke Holmes uh, went down that rabbit hole, and he's he's very talented, you know, yeah. um, very very talented singer, um, great voice. And I guess uh, I'm pretty sure if I heard correctly, he's a pretty talented musician too, mm-hmm. uh, guitarist and stuff. But uh, maybe I didn't hear that. I can't remember. Seems like I heard that. But um, I just I don't know if it's it feels like. Um, uh, and I know you're not a heavy. You don't listen to this guy either. But you know that perception like a Luke Holmes or a Luke Bryan or Luke Bryan, right? Yeah. Luke Bryan. Uh, he's kind of like. Uh, uh, Trying too hard and and like the lyrics and and it's just a guy guy we get it like uh, I'm country and I yeah, yeah yeah you don't have to explain it to me that I know your country uh, and and I, I don't know I kind of felt that same way with the the Luke uh, Combs songs um, they're all yeah. yeah I mean I think a lot of well the country that I think we both don't like yeah um, so far anyway is. I'm the, you know, we I drop we drive big trucks, yeah, we farm, right. we ride around town. Yeah, yeah. We, for you sure. know, I'm country and I want you to know it. Yeah, I'm country. Look, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I'm country. <laughs> look, see, I'm country. Uh, that's the country we don't like. Right. And I, I think the only song I know of Luke Combs that I actually like because I haven't, I have a deep dive like you have. Mm-hmm. The only song I liked from Luke Combs was uh, "Beautiful Crazy." Yeah, good song. So that's a good song because I actually heard a co- not a cover but a collaboration with him and a guy named Leon Bridges, which is oh really? Yeah, uh, uh, I've guess, heard that name. Yeah, he's uh he's um somebody actually some you know my wife turned turned me yeah. on to. She okay. uh, um He's a he's a definitely more R and B, but he's definitely it's more like R and B from like the fifties and sixties. Okay, some of his songs sound very like. Temptations S yeah, yeah. or you know, groups like that. Right. So he's not like a weekend type R and B. Okay. Um, but he did he but they they covered they, and they did played, something with Luke Holmes? Yeah, they they yeah. did a beautiful crazy together. Um, oh that that's cool. Yeah, I, and, and first off, let me apologize. I know we're eleven minutes in and I just I just sat down, so I know I've been all over the place. You're hearing noise, uh again, been doing the cooking, finally sitting down, about to throw the steaks on, but um but yeah, going back to it, Luke Holmes, I he um I don't know, man. It just seems, uh, and we've talked about this too. This that sort of machismo that I can't help. I try to not be, but uh, try to not care what other people listen to or, or yeah. the perception as long as I like it. But there's something about he's one of them that uh, everyone and their mother loves, uh, you know. And it's just kind of like ah, like you know, I, he's got enough fans. Let me go find something else, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. And it's something that may, may, I was just thinking of this. So that's something may have something to do with where we live and like just because. Very well. You know, more than like 
wants everybody in my family, yeah, and, or you know, and friends, sure. listen to country in some sort of capacity. Oh, yeah. Well, I like, choose a genre of music that they yeah. listen to the most for sure, or like a percentage. Country is like seventy five percent of everything yeah. they listen to. Totally. So, uh, so that's all we're surrounded by. All I'm surrounded by is country. Me too. Um, Me too. So if we were in, I don't know, more pop, populated place, yeah. Um, more is open to more. Music. Yeah, you think it'd be different? Yeah, maybe a perception okay. of it. Maybe. Yeah. Because, like I said, you know, as far as I'm country, and I want you to know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know where we live, and any, maybe, but maybe not closer to the coast. Right. But in our dominant county, yeah, you know, is definitely. Yeah, that's true. Big trucks with well, the, you know, what's it called? The Carolina. The uh, um, the uh, squat. Carolina squat. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, which is outlawed, funny enough. I that is. I know. That's, it's that's very funny. funny. That's funny. Uh, but uh, the big trucks, the tinted windows. Yeah. Uh, it's funny enough they play like hip hop. That's mm. why they listen to a lot. Yeah. I know. That yeah. always blows my mind too. It aggravates me. Which there know? are some country songs that talk about that too. If you like, some of yeah. the younger artists talk about listening to hip hop, playing country. Well, music. I know the 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 years back, the Luke. I was picking on a while ago. Luke Bryan had a, and he's probably a great guy. I should start off by saying that, but all of them, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, of course, I don't know anything about him, and uh, I'm sure people like him. A nice guy. Obviously, uh, has a lot of fans, but he used to have a song, uh, used to be on the radio all, all the time, that I guess the lyrics was uh, playing a little uh, Conway and a T-Pain or something like that, and it's just <laughs> like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. You know? Well, well, we get it. You're ver- you're versatile. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So so that's what we're surrounded by. Yeah. Like I said the, the big sure. jacked up country trucks. Yeah, you're right. So we see these songs live out in person. Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's probably for us as we see it, it's probably like okay, I I don't want to listen to that if I yeah. see it all the time. Yeah. Um. So I think if we were in a different Maybe like closer to the coast, okay. Where it's I can like, see that. like maybe where we're actually from, sure. Um, where it's not as country, country, yeah. Because you know, when, when I first moved this way, because I'm not from where yeah. I am now. Um, the first time I came over, it was I was trying to but nothing but fields. Mm-hmm. You know, I said it was maybe a little two, different. Yeah, like 15 houses, but like yeah. 15 acres, if sure. not more, of fields. Right. So it was definitely. One of those um, things I said is a country song came to life. Yeah. Um, and like so where we're actually from, me and you are from. Yeah. I think it's less country, country. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may be a different, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I, you know, I guess uh, this is always on my mind. I, I think about like uh, country music now. And of course, this new wave of country. I know you're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Um, of course doing what we're doing uh i i say that and i found a someone that i can actually like a little bit the morgan wallen but uh yeah but overall you know not a fan at all of the the new wave but i, I kind of think about like uh in another area like let's just say uh high school kids in uh california you know yeah and, and i think about like uh like how they um like you think you think like the like kid, the high school kids in Venice Beach are bumping like Luke Combs and uh, and all these guys? That's that's a good question because you no, know, we neither one of us been over there. Sure, yeah. So as far as the only thing maybe we can relate it to would be maybe not not, not I think it's like something like Wilmington maybe will build up. Yeah, of like yeah, my idea of California. Right, right. But 
um, I guess the less countryer places we've been to. Yeah. I guess what we can maybe compare it to. I don't. I don't know because we don't see that. I said a big, the biggest town near us is Wilmington on yeah. Myrtle Beach. Yeah. And you just don't see I know. that sort of stuff there. Yeah, it's just not It's not nowhere to be found there. So I can only imagine it might not It'd be, be that weird. way there. I, I wonder what, uh, and I'm sure hip-hop and, you know, and uh, pop and that, that whole genre is, uh, is uh, popular um, amongst those kids, like it is with all kids. Uh, but I, I kind of... Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I've been th- I think about that sometimes. Take like uh, uh, one of those. Uh, hold on, we got a we got a dog. <laughs> we got a, a neighborhood dog over here who's um, eighty five with emphysema. So he's kind of walking around and eyeballing us yeah, and uh, man. breathing very very breathing heavy. very heavy. But no, again, I I I would love to know what if if there's ever a. A teenager in California, you know, do With you guys... Z71. Yeah, is, is there anyone in your high school to Z71 and uh, with uh, truck nuts and a squatted uh, truck? <laughs> yeah, so. playing Luke Bryan or anything, like <laughs> yeah. Luke Holmes or anything. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the thing you, you mentioned, you hit on a while ago, uh, this always bothered me. And I listen to all kinds of country. I listen to, to I mean, excuse me, music. I listen from, obviously, rock and roll, uh, you know, where I, my heart is. But listen to it all from rap to country to pop, uh, rock. I always, um, uh, I, I, I get bothered when I see, like, these kids. And I, like, I, what do they call them? The yee-yee kids or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, they got the squatted truck and they got the, uh, you know, they they this just redneck kids and then they're blasting uh you know hip hop but they have a rebel flag on their truck or something like yeah, that which is, <laughs> you know? yeah which is yeah which is a definitely a contradiction very big contradiction um and definitely not to get too political but sure. obviously the Confederate flag is is what it is yeah and uh so definitely yeah definitely uh contradiction there ever was one yeah yeah I and it would be and and they wouldn't see that but to me I would equate it like if they're in a, and I've never seen any, I don't think, but if there was some Black Panthers or something around here and they're blasting country music and they're a low rider, you know what I'm saying, or yeah. the Cadillac or something. Uh, but anyways, when I see those guys do that, it always blows my mind. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. So, uh, so, so back to Luke Combs and his mm-hmm. country. Um, so, I think, because, you know, first week you did Morgan Wallen. Yeah, Wyland. yeah. Um, so, Luke Combs, you're definitely not as big on him. No, it I, like. I respect him. I... I it was one of those things where, um, and, and look, it just goes to my taste of music um, because it's one of those things where I listen I was, and I could I could realize, and I did find songs that I liked, um, but it was far and few between. Now, and, and I guess it's one of those things I respect him after listening. I see why he's so um, over and talented and, and, and huge, but um, mm-hmm. but I, I could, you know, I, I just couldn't get down with it, you know? Yeah, uh- well, because I, I said no deep dives on him, me personally, but right. I, I feel like that may be the same. Yeah. Like the same uh, opinion yeah. on me is that he's... Um, My favorite part about him, Matthew, is he looks like the rest of us, <laughs> and he's very talented. Like, there's something, you know, yeah. when I, you, you see like a, a, I don't know, man. A, a, uh, like a league Bryant. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, exactly. Or, or like I want one that would, those are better examples. One in my mind, I kept thinking of Kip Winger. You see a Kip Winger <laughs> and you're like, how the hell are you that beautiful and talented? Definitely. You know? Yeah. Well, that's a different level of good looking. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, Kip, that's a Kip, whole nother level. Yeah, Kip Winger and the John Bond <laughs> For sure. Um, 
For sure. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, Luke Combs looks like a normal guy. Oh, yeah. And he looks like you're going to run into him at the gas station. And, and you know. Yeah, where we're from is exactly <laughs> yeah, that. Right? Yeah, you, yeah, he would look so, the same way. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so, final synopsis. I say for me, on the weekend, definitely uh, I have to check out. Uh, yep. d- d- dig deeper with. Okay. Um, some so far haven't been as good as, like, say, the Harry Styles. Right. But in general, it's uh, super talented and something to dig deeper with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Luke Combs, you're pretty much done. Like, you know, you did, did your due diligence. Yeah. And now you know you don't like them. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a shot. It, it, it didn't work out between he and I. It's okay. Sometimes people grow apart. Sometimes <laughs> they never just we never had chemistry at all. But uh, yeah, and this is yeah. a no chemistry. No chemistry. No yeah. chemistry. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, and and I look, uh, if I maybe if I and at some point with us doing this, I'm gonna come in from a better spot. That's a whole other thing too. Yeah. I think I've done a good job so far, but that's just like and I'm you know I got to think when you said that I got to think about Luke Bryan again. If if my <laughs> uh, homework was to go listen to him, uh, I know that he would have to write. Uh, my favorite song of all time for me to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my my uh, opinions almost already made up. Yeah, more definitely more like baggage. Sure. I think we were talking about that yesterday. Well, something else yesterday about baggage. But there's so much with him. Like he's almost the epitome of country. I'm country, and I want you to yes. know it, country. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of, and again, that may be a wrong opinion. Well, no, but, I think you're right. And the problem is, like, I've heard him on interviews, Matthew, and uh, and I don't know if you have. Like, I've heard him on podcasts, and it's just like, I've been like, damn it, I kind of like the guy. Yeah. He's picking on himself, self-deprecating, defecating, but, you know, he just seems like a good dude. But um, And, yeah, just, just musically, it's just not, yeah, it's just not our, definitely not our thing. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Um, well, so that's the, I guess that's the new music section yeah. of our uh, little podcast. There you uh, have, folks. Yep, so I think the next one is um, our next topic was something that we did not discuss on here. Okay. So this is new to the listeners of there is you know, the few there is. Yep, yep. Was we, we're going to talk about songs and music maybe in general okay. that fit uh, pace and time that we listen to and it takes us back to like yeah. a, so definitely more personal, yep. you know, section here. But definitely it's the songs that bring you back to a memory. Yep. Or, like I said, the place in time, whether it's, you know, your life or just in general. What do you got for me? Well, I'll say the first one is, well, for me, because I, I heard this on another podcast. Okay. I think it's music. I'm pretty sure it's music was whatever decade you're born in. You're uh, yeah. Normally not a fan. You're a bigger fan of the, of the decade before or after. Musically. Oh, really? That, that's just what I've, what I've, what I've heard. Yeah. Is, um, they, this other opinion was, like I said, it was, yeah, that you're a bigger fan of the decade musically or just like pop culture in general. Okay. Of the decade before or after. Okay. Um, so That's interesting. Said, I never knew that. Well, I guess it's more or less. Maybe it's true, like, though. Yeah. Well, for me, I think that's true because um, I was born in the, ni- in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, so the 80s, like I said, I, I mentioned earlier, is right. kind of my thing. I love the 80s. Yeah, for sure. Uh, pop culture and music-wise. Right. So, um, and I say the reason being, I don't necessarily hate 90s music. Yeah. It's just, you know, being a, being a kid of the 90s. Sure. 
not have an opinion on the radio. My, yeah. Me and my mom just playing the radio. Right, right, right. Like, uh, like uh, uh, Don't Sleep, No Doubt. Oh, yeah. Is all our, when I hear that song today, I still, it's a very good song. Probably yes. one of the few songs I actually like from the Love 90s. Love that song. But it's a song that I just think of riding in the car going to school, yep. like in elementary school. Yep. Um, Push it back, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so, among other songs, that's the one that I can still I, I can still listen to, and I'm like, okay, this is still a great song. Yeah. But it's definitely entrenched in for me the the '90s. Right. You know, right. The, the the '90s for sure. Yeah. Um, those are good choices. So. Um, is what's what you have a song? Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna go very nostalgic here and very cheesy for my first one. Um, and I guess, you know, of course, we're, we're sitting here uh, Sunday, the day after Christmas. Um, yeah, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, I, I told Courtney this week, um, every time I hear it, it, it gets like, of course, I like, I, you know, and, and I know you're like me, Matthew, we're both. We both love Christmas. We both love the meaning, um, you know, the, the time of year, the feeling. Um, and so, I, obviously, I love Christmas music and stuff. But um, but that song, uh, for whatever reason, uh, I don't I don't know. Like, uh, if you ask me, if you if you ask me until recently, when this all just hit me and I had this epiphany about that song, it, uh, what my favorite Christmas song is, I would have said like White Christmas or. or uh, you know, last Christmas, I don't know, I would have said something else, yeah. but for whatever reason, like that song, I've, I just noticed here lately that, uh, it was playing, uh, a few weeks ago, and I told Courtney, I said, every time I hear that song, or my wife, every time I hear that song, it just takes me back to being at the, my, my big Christmas party growing up, the family Christmas party, it's about 8 p.m. at night. All the friends and family and cousins are there, mm-hmm. um, you know, not a care in the world, just uh, looking forward to, you know, what uh, uh, Santa Claus is going to bring me, mm-hmm. which he always came. Uh, so that was next door uh, where we had it at my grandparents' house. They lived next door to my parents and us. We'd go over there about 7 o'clock that night for the Christmas party. Um, and s- during the middle of it, my parents would slip back home and, uh, of course, I would stay and play with my cousins and enjoy all the family and stuff. Well, about 9, 9, 30, 10 o'clock, a few hours later, I would slip back home. And when I come in the door, Santa Claus had been there. Yeah. And uh, so I always actually had Santa Claus on Christmas Eve rather than Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. But every time I hear that song, it puts me in that spot. And, uh, and it is so nostalgic. And yeah. then I, I told Courtney, I was like, you know, that would have been my top two or three Christmas songs, but uh, I guess here lately, uh, hearing that song, it's shot up to number one just because it always puts me in that spot. So mm-hmm. I would say that first and foremost. And then for me, it's uh, it's little uh, songs that wouldn't be on my top songs of all time, wouldn't be on my top bands of all time. Yeah. It's just songs that I, well, I mean, that's kind of like you would No Doubt. No Doubt, yeah. And, uh, you know, I know that you're not a huge No Doubt fan or anything, but yeah. there's something about that song that triggers you to a, a moment. And I think about, like, uh, like Corn I, 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 was playing the other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what is that, like metal rap? or I, I don't even what, Yeah, okay. Metal, yeah. So, of course, that's not my genre. But as a kid, I liked corn. Uh, you know, corn was when I was in high school. That's when corn uh, was huge, uh, or middle school, I guess. And then 
uh, high school. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, Which, I, I, you know, I hear a corn song the other day, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This takes me back. And then, I, and, and I guess in my mind, I'm like, I, if, I, if I'd never heard that song, and uh, and all of a sudden it come on today, just a song that uh, you know I'd be like, man, turn this crap. Like I don't mm. listen to this, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, you said corn, so that's I, I triggered another another memory. Was uh, I'm gonna make sure this in the music video, because okay. um, it's the okay. So it's Freak on a Leash. Yeah, it's Freak on a Leash. Yes, that's the song. It, it's the because I remember watching. Um, well, TR, TRL come on. So that's one of yours, Freak on a Leash. Yeah, you would well, think just because. Uh, yeah. They, uh, I'm gonna tell you what mine is. I say because it came on, right? Uh, on TRL, coming coming home from school, watching right. TRL top ten. I, I can't remember the time. Maybe uh, three or four yeah. in the afternoon, and probably the only period of time corn would be in like in any sure. top ten, like yeah. a daily top ten. Like now, yeah, we wouldn't maybe know none of the artists. Oh, in the top right, 10. right. So, so corn is, like I said, early. I guess early 2000s when yeah. it got big. Yeah. The only time well, uh, they could be in a top uh, 10. 98, 99. But okay, so okay, yeah. late 90s. Uh, but uh, Freak on a Leash. I remember that video with the bullet yep. going through all these yeah, daily, great video. daily life of things. Yeah, yeah very innovative. Awesome. Very good video. But uh, I remember it just being, being on TRL. Yep. That's a good one. Watching it and thinking, the, well, the video, video was a little freaky. Yeah. I might have been. If it was 98, 99, I was seven or eight. Yeah, so, so I want to say before I should have seen it. <laughs> uh, Freak on a Leash, that album came out in either '98 or '99. I'm pretty mm. sure it was '98. I'm uh, pretty sure it was '98 because I'm pretty sure the follow-up was '99. Uh, and for me, the corn song is uh, uh, falling away from me. And because the Freak on the Leash album was so good mm-hmm. uh, at the time, of course, again, not my style of music at all now. Definitely, but yeah. as a twelve, uh, you know, a twelve-year-old or whatever. 11 or 12 year old who loved music and obviously at that age you're very uh you know influenced by anything going everybody else likes so that was a huge thing so of course that's what i like well um you know the so they put out that album and i think we're going to pause for a second no actually we're not we don't have to pause i I thought it's going to stop us no so they put out that first album with freak on the leash and then they were on top of the world, the rock world, uh, uh, you know. So yeah, um, the, the new disc. age, or the yeah, the new yeah. age, the uh, mainstream, you the, know, the new mellow, yes. biscuit and corn, right? And which I liked all Lincoln those. Park. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't like them so much. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so that album comes out great, loved it, uh, you know. And then the uh, next album comes out, and you know, just anticipating, knowing it's coming out. Back when we didn't hear anything early, we couldn't. Uh, you know, we had to wait for this album to come out. Then we had to go buy said album because, you know, we couldn't download yeah, it like we, you know, we do now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so anyways, I go get the album and the first single off of it is Falling Away From Me. And I just remember being like loving the song because it was like, all right, I finally got my dose of this stuff that I'm into right now. Mm-hmm. So that song would be my next one. And, um, and then I, another one that takes me back is... Uh, the uh, number four album from Stone Temple Pilots. When yeah. they uh, they released that album, I was so ready for it. Another album that I was super jazzed. I think I was 13 or 14. Huge fan of them. Lifelong fan. And one of my top five bands of all time. They put that album out. And uh, Down was the first song. Uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, And of course, it just set the, the pace. And, and I put myself back in my bedroom, listening to music, being that age. 
just jamming. And every one of them, and I'm sure it's the same for you, well, you mentioned being in a car, every one of them, there's like, you're like, all right, I know the time, the place, Definitely. you know, my yeah. feelings, how I felt, you know? Um, well, thinking of um, STP, yeah. um, the, um, they're, a, they're, they're another 90s band that I do have a positive relationship with, yeah. just because... Um, I definitely remember Interstate Love Song on the radio. I definitely oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah. But that's the group that I kind of got actually into later yeah. in life. Yeah. Honestly, unfortunately, after when they got the newly sure. singer that we yeah. both really liked, yeah. I, I really liked their, um, I can't remember the name yeah. of that, that first time they did. Was, was it Meadow or? I think they had, had one before with like the butterfly on it. Is the, that not Meadow? I think it was one with the, we're actually going to pause and let this up. So we found out it was just a self-titled album, actually. Yep, self-titled. You would think, I don't know, this is just a random question, fall off the top of my head. Um, can bands, you reckon, have more than one self-titled album? Good question. I wouldn't think so unless they named it, like, Part 2 or you, something, you know? Yeah, because I was thinking with STP, not that I, you're, like I said, that's one of your five. They never favorite. had, this is their first, because their first oh, okay. album was Core. Then there was, uh, let's say they had Core. Uh, Tiny Music, uh, Purple, uh, uh, Number Four, Shangri-La Dida. Um, but it, yeah, no, they, they've never. That, this is actually their first one. Okay, because I, yeah, I would just think again, not knowing them. Yeah, yeah. I'll figure they would have had one by now. Yeah, you would but, think. Uh, but uh, okay, so it was just self-titled. Yeah. And it was, um, but back to STP because mm-hmm. you saw a moment in his, moment in your time. Yeah, uh, I definitely remember Interstate Love Song coming yes, on in the yes, car. Yes, but because it is like a very ninety oh, yes, song for sure. But uh, that's a band I came to later in life. Right, like I said, when the new guy came in on that album, it was self-titled. Yeah, that I um, st- still listen this to, like check in on. Yeah. Um, so uh, so again, STP is one that I'm, I'm still Big into time. and not. Um, Get, so, so I guess it's not necessarily a moment in time for me, like, yeah, personally. But, I get what you're saying, yeah. But because uh, I, I still, I got it in right. the now. Right. You know, that's kind of the moment in time, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but there's also songs, and I mean, um, there's songs because I know every song that we've said so far, we actually like. Um, not that I mean, you know, you'd hate it, but I guess there's also songs for me that when I do hear, sometimes I might not care for the song at all. But I still think about where I, like all the songs I think we've talked about, we actually like songs. Yeah. Uh, but I'll think about like uh, Smash Mouth, All Star, <laughs> something yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah. I put myself exactly at a sporting goods store in Wilmington as a, uh, as a kid getting a new baseball glove because it was the biggest song at the time and it was on the radio. And I remember sitting, uh, you know, pulling in and the song was playing and I'm like, you know, it just. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's letting it, yeah. letting it play. Right. Cause um, it, so there's songs like that, too. Another, I guess not one I probably put no time into thinking about yeah. in my last 25 years of my life. Yeah. But I remember when Jumbo Wumba came out. Jumbo oh, Wumba, yeah. Jumbo Wumba. Yeah, what was the name of that group? No idea. I have, um, that's such a deep cut in my memory. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but back to... Just, just to the memory before I look up the band. Right. I'll look that up now. But I remember riding in the car in Myrtle Beach with yeah. my cousins. Was, yeah. Uh, 
because uh, they were all into the Backstreet Boys. Right. And I remember, for some reason, I think I had the CD. It might have been mine. Backstreet Boys? Been, no. Well, uh, no, uh, the Jumba Wumba CD. Oh, yeah. So, God, uh, what was the freaking name of that, that group? Okay, uh, that was actually the artist. That was Chumba One was named Chub the Thumping is the song. Ah, okay. Let me grab these plates real fast. Um, so uh, the name of the group is Chumba Wumba. The song is Tub Tub yeah, Thumping. That's right. Um, I swear, I, I, for, I was yeah. So uh, so so, and I'm looking at the album cover now. It's 1997. I remember that album. Oh yeah, that so, brings back memories. Looking at that. Yeah. So I do because I remember having the CD and listen to yeah you know, listen to that song yeah. Uh, but again, you know, riding riding in the car, they were yeah. listening to the Backstreet Boys. Yes. I was listening to Chumbawamba. And, yes, uh, that's that's a perfect example. And a, you and so he, I know this is great podcasting. But Matthew just showed me the picture yeah. of the Chumbawamba uh, that the, song, the album, the yeah. album, and it just brought back so many memories. And uh, you know, speaking of that, I saw the cover of the uh, was it ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety nine, the. Uh, Family Values tour. I saw the cover of the uh, album yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the other day, and it brought back so many memories. You know, just speaking of corn, them and Primus and Ice Cube, and you know, yeah. uh, all those Limp Biscuit and whatnot. But just seeing a cover of an album, sometimes you're just kind of like, oh man, like that right there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. So that's where the the topic of this episode is the you know, moments in time. Yeah. Um, as far as memories that we have for songs, I, right. um, I said, like I said, TRL's kind of, I watched a lot of that growing up. So I, oh, yeah. I remember like the videos too. So like yeah. the videos are kind of what I connect to. Sure. But some of these songs like, um, and I've since rewatched this recently and it uh-huh. still holds up the JK. No, that's not, that's the guy, artist. That's the, his actual name. But what is his, I can't remember the artist, the, the it was the JK. V- well, that's the name of the actual. Oh, okay, okay. That's not his artist name. Gotcha, gotcha. It's gotcha. like he was like Prince type. Gotcha. Of name. You know, he was okay. like an artist type name. Yeah. Um, but it was the video, perfect. It's the video. This is again great podcasting. But the video when like okay. the floor is moving in the oh, room. Oh, Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai. That's oh, it. Love his actual that. name is JK. Yeah. So Jamiroquai and yeah. let me look. Virtual up. reality. A virtual insanity. Virtual. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so again, so that, I remember that on TRL being huge. Oh, that was, him, I said that was huge. Him, well, I said dancing around oh, this yeah. moving floor room, which is yes. still still awesome. iconic. Yeah, awesome, iconic. Uh, Love that song, and I don't even know. Of course, it was a great song at the time. Still is a catchy song, but the video made that song so awesome. Yeah. And they yeah. Were, they performed at the MTV Awards that year yeah. and they had the moving floor too. It was so awesome. Yeah, it was like, well, uh, Inception. I think I'm asking you about that movie the other day. It's like the... Yes. The, yeah. Well, you know, they just a little bit of movie trivia. Yeah. They, you know, the scene in the movie when Joseph Gordon-Levitt is running down the hallway and it's uh-huh. like moving around like it's like a free floating sometimes. Yeah. That was actually shot in like an actual... Oh moving, really? Moving room that moved like I didn't know that. Like three hundred and sixty okay. degrees. That's cool. Almost similar to that. Obviously, that's a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's a little crazier. But uh, the moving floor again is what almost made that. Yeah. That's why it's stuck oh, yeah. in my mind is the floor. The song's good, but yeah, it's the moving floor and him for sure dancing around in it. And that song actually had a nice little life. Oh, talking the song because all the react people. Yeah. Everybody reacts to these songs yeah. and stuff now. 
that's one of the ones they react to. And it's like, ah, oh, this guy's pretty good. He sounds great. And obviously the video is like, you know, kind of mind blowing because you yeah. don't see that stuff in music videos no. anymore. Which music videos aren't necessarily. Well, and even thing. at the time, I remember thinking like, you know, and of course, uh, I remember even being a young person at the time thinking that, like, uh, it just it just grabs your attention. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, this grabs your attention. Yeah. But, um, in yeah. another moment in time, I said Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Um, so back to all these songs we actually sure. like. Uh, was uh, I remember when they were on a definite moment in time where they were on a TRL it was like the biggest thing like it was just in Times Square I guess right. where it shot so it was like thousands of fans there yeah. it was in the studio outside it was like a big deal right when they were like uh, when they were on there because this was like yeah. peak, peak factory oh place. yeah um they were on top of the world. Yeah, and I know at the time I definitely wasn't a fan. So at the time, yeah. the talking music, yeah, like moments in time, uh, definitely not necessarily a fan, but definitely a fan of them now. Just right, right, right. They're not. I don't think it's nostalgic, nostalgically a fan. Sure. It's just some of their music is legitimately good. Yeah. Like and and talk about groups that like do the harmonies and sing together and yes. you know they're yeah. definitely one of the ones that. They were talented for a re- They were huge for a reason, which yeah, can't no, no be, accident. It can't be said for you know yeah. some artists that like, are sure. big for no reason. Sure, they're big for a for a very particular reason. Yeah. they were like, very talented. Um, so uh, as fast as we finish up, any other songs you think of? Yeah, so uh, no other songs. Um, you know, we're about to eat now, but uh, one I. We're going to have one last leg of this. I, I want to talk to you about, we were talking about interesting things. And, yeah, um, on the internet. And, yeah, on the internet. And uh, this is one that, I don't know if it pertains to that, but I can't wait to explain it to you. It's very fascinating. But, uh, you know, we'll, right after we eat, we'll eat yeah. our steak, and we'll come back and we'll do this thing. I mentioned, I mentioned before we, uh, you know, we break. stopped to eat, yeah, our steak break, that, uh, <laughs> you know, you, were ta- you told me to, um, you kind of tasked me with finding something interesting or or something, whether it be, I think you mentioned the internet or, or whatever. Yeah. Well, luckily, yeah, a new music play that we've yeah. online. Yeah. Well, this wasn't quite the task at hand, but uh, I happened to see uh, Bee Gees' uh, documentary. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's a bit, yeah, definitely. Happened to see a Bee Gees' documentary on uh, HBO Max last night. And uh, okay. so I was like, well, I heard about it. I heard about it. Yeah, you got to check it out. I, I was like, uh, well, of course, everyone knows uh, the Bee Gees. Uh, everybody knows Barry Gibb, beautiful face and the hair, uh, the beard, very uh, good looking guy. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And then everybody knows, uh, you know, mm-hmm. staying alive, the disco stuff. It's uh, yeah. Well, it wasn't until I listened to, listened to it that uh dude i'm blown away with those guys so okay here's their story they're from they're from england their uh family they were raised in australia okay i also said i thought they're australian yeah raised from australia raised in australia but uh they're actually from the uk um they were their dad was in the music industry i think um i want to say he was a record producer I, i can't remember what it was so anyways they grew up you know, from birth, performing. Well, those guys, you know, because of course it's it's Barry, it's Maurice, and it's Robert Gibb. Uh, so it's three of them, of course. 
Well, they had a younger brother too, who was, uh, uh, he actually was a member of them for like a year or so before he passed, but, but anyways, the younger brother kind of did his own thing. He was like in the American magazines for heartthrob, young teenager and all oh, okay. that. Well, anyways, so these guys come out, um, and this in the sixties and they are like, basically kind of like, a all right, so well, you know, of course, we're starting out. We're recording this on the uh, on my phone, so we're uh, we're and we're working out the kinks. We're learning to be podcasters, but you know, the main <laughs> thing is we're getting to talk about what we love and music and yep. and eat our steaks. So that's the big thing. But no, uh, getting back to it, uh, what I was talking about with the BG. So you know, of course, everyone knows them. If I, I I dare say anyone our age or older, so I would say billions of billions of people of the population. If you ask them, do they know the Bee Gees, 99% say yes, or uh, the other 1% says no, and then you say staying alive, or Definitely. how deep is your love, or something, and they say yes. So I would, I would dare say almost 100% of the, of the population over a certain age knows the Bee Gees. But my point was, uh, so I, I guess, uh, and I, I've, uh, I like BG songs. Uh, all, you know, of course, Barry yeah. Gibbs, one of the best falsetto. Like he's just, you know, amazing. amazing. Well, uh, so I watched the podcast. Those uh, guys, by the time they were like nineteen, twenty or so, they were on top of the uh, mountain over there, and uh, uh, the what's it called, the British invasion of the sixties. Uh, yeah. So uh, they were. One of the tops in the world that couldn't go anywhere. The the media, you know, the uh, paparazzi, just fans like they were on top of the world. Well, they a uh, few years, a uh, couple years, they uh, they break up. They because of course they're brothers and they got yeah. huge, famous, quick, and they're very young. Yeah. Well, they they kind of started didn't see it out, didn't see eye to eye. They broke up, and at that time, I want to say Robert was their lead singer. Oh, okay. uh, now they were they played. Uh, a different style they were uh i guess more of a pop rock at the time well so he's our lead singer where they break up they all go do their own thing they get back together and you know this is a different day and age so when they got back together they kind of had to start over again even though they were already on top of the world over there they had to start over again in little pubs and little you know small little venues i, I don't know about pubs small venues let's say that yeah well so they get back together they start playing they're floundering through. They're just, you know, kind of making it barely, whatever. Well, uh, so they decide. Some I want to say Eric Clapton, who they, you know, they were in the same record company or whatever, told them they should go to Miami and record their next album to draw influence. So this was during the early '70s, right here. So they go to Miami and they put out uh, the next album. Well, while they're there, they're told like basically like, hey, you guys, you got to change something. Yeah. You got you got to do something different. So this is about four years after after they were huge on top of the world. Uh, they put out an album, and everybody loves it. But they they didn't know. I guess everybody's kind of blown away. Like this is the Bee Gees. Like it's a whole different thing. Well, so here they go through the seventies, just like start putting out good music. Everybody's liking them. They kind of mm -hmm. change their thing. And they uh, they kind of went. I guess you would. I mean, I guess most people would say disco, but as the song singer songwriters themselves, they considered it pop. You know, they didn't say we do disco music. Well, you know, well they changed the pop music. Well, while they were doing that album, uh, 
uh, what made them really big was their their guy producing says, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hey, because they had this song called Night at Broadway. It was a you know about New York, Night at, Night at the Broadway or something. Well, he said, hey, we need to put something in this song, some fill or some some notes or something that make this. Uh, I don't know, make us think about New York and, and something. Well, so Barry's like, all right, well, let me go on the mic. He goes in there and the, uh, and, and during the recording studio, he goes in there and he starts singing this high note, uh, you know, singing these high notes. And I guess everybody was like, it was almost like he threw the first alley-oop in basketball or something because everybody was like, yeah, that's what it seemed like when you listen. Yeah, just like that. If you watch the, if you, once you watch the documentary, you'll be like, holy, like that's the way they made it. They're like, what just happened? Like, this is awesome. Then they're like, all right, we got to do that again. Got to do that again. So basically he became the lead singer. Well, so they had this whole new resurgence on top of the world well uh then they uh so they're back big and then um uh, the same guy uh company or whatever signs john travolta to a three movie deal well one of the movies is saturday night fever well they they knew they were making a movie about disco because it was big at the time so they're like hey we need you guys to do the soundtrack and uh and they called barry gibb and they're like hey so what should we name the movie He's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, how about Night Fever? And they're like, Ah, that sounds like a porno. So, no, so they, yeah. you know, they were like, All right, well, let's do Saturday Night Fever. Well, they sent. They were recording, and they sent uh, a tape of the songs that they had recorded so far. It was like, Hey, how's this? And apparently, it had uh, Staying Alive, How Deep Is Your Love. <laughs> it had Saturday Night Fever. It had like, it had. I want to say it was five songs that went to number one. Uh, on that one tape that had about eight songs on it at the time. Yeah. So they're just like, uh, like they're like, how is this? And basically the guy's like, man, this is unreal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, there's this is as good as it gets. So they uh, they put that out with them because that movie was like, they advertised the hell out of it, the billboards, everything. And mm-hmm. they made some sort of deal. They were only going to show it in a couple hundred movie theaters. And the guy was trying to work out a deal. He's like, no, nah, we need to do better than that. So he's like, okay, well. And the guy goes, well, i tell you what. What if our songs, we're going to release them first. What if they're out early? Well, they were. And, um, you know, and we'll, we'll go back. So they, 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 they make a deal where, hey, if the songs chart, then uh, we'll put it in more, more uh, theaters. So they start releasing these songs, and of course, they're on top of the world. So of course, then this thing gets in a lot of theaters, and it's like one of the biggest movies of all time at the point. Well, that album, at the time, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack was the uh, the most sold, most bought uh, album of all time. Like it was, you know, yeah, and it was four or five songs. Well, the, the kind of the sad part about the documentary and everything was, you got these guys who are huge. Every they're like the biggest, the biggest band in the world, the biggest group in the world at this point. Well, that was coming right at the time where disco sucks. Like uh, you know, yeah. people like it was just shortly after that they were like, all right, disco sucks. We hate disco. The world turns her back on disco, and uh, you know these guys who are very talented, a group, and it got to the point where. They were getting like bomb threats and stuff, so they yes. had to like they couldn't put anything out as BGs after at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So what they had to do, they were like they could they were like man we were embarrassed to show our face or anything. So what they ended up doing was uh, uh, they said well look what can we do next best thing we could do because we can't 
show our face or we can't do anything. Everybody hates us yeah. just because they say we're in this genre. So what they end up doing was saying, all right, let's just write songs for people because they've always wrote all their own songs. Nobody wrote their songs for. That's what they're, I, apparently, I didn't know this, but that's what they're known for as, okay. you know, obviously being as great as they are, but writing their own songs. Well, next thing you know, they write like, there's a big song with Kenny Rogers and uh, and uh, Dolly Parton. Islands in the Stream. Islands in the They write that one. Damn. They write Barbara Streisand's big song. They wrote a ton of huge, big songs. Uh, wow. And then, you know, at one point they finally made their comeback, you know, years later. But, yeah. man, these guys are massive. And I never knew, like, I've always knew them and I've always kind of respected them and liked, yeah. you know, Barry Gibbs' voice and stuff. But, yeah, I like it. You know, it wasn't until I watched that that documentary. I'm like, man, these guys were something special. Yeah, well, they're a group that I, I'm, 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 excuse me, I'm pretty much in the same group that you were in the beginning. Where uh, I know the group, mm-hmm. like them, I saw, I like them, just a few songs I know. Yeah, and uh, well, that's that's pretty good, interesting documentary. Very. I have to go uh, look look at it. You got know, to. Uh, um, You'll have a whole new respect for them because that, that'd be a good topic for a future episode. Is documentary music documentaries because yes, yes. there's a few I've seen like I've seen like Rush. Yeah, I can't remember seen Rush's actual name of it, but Rush's, the Eagles. Yeah, there's a few groups I've seen that uh, be good topic of conversation. Uh, but the BGZ is something I have to look into. Yeah, you dude, and, get get on there, watch that man. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. It's yeah. very good. It's sad because you know they're they um, you know they had the, which of course. They made amends, and they were close at the point when they, you know, started dying and stuff. But, yeah. but man, it, it is very interesting how how big and how talented they were. Because uh, I want to say it was, I forget. There's a lot of famous people on there too that's talking about them being yeah. influenced on Timberlake and a bunch of people. But you know, one thing that I've never really thought about that's so true. They're talking about, and I want to say it was one of the uh, Gallagher brothers uh, from Oasis made a comment like, "You can't." replicate uh family members singing together like there's it's just different like they're harmonizing how good of singers they were and they're singing together uh-huh. it's kind of like we like that group um what's the two guys name uh moon city masters like yeah. there's something about family members who've been doing it their whole life and they just know each well, other well or it, you yeah. can't replicate well maybe not well not only vocally but like the lemon twigs mm-hmm. their brothers mm-hmm. um and they record all their own music and yeah they, they're, obviously there is some harmony sure. obviously but just like the, I guess it's the natural chemistry. Sure. Between like, we're like brothers or, yep. you know, husband and wife or yeah, and anything you, like that. You can't replicate it. Like, like the, the, like what well, you said it best, the chemistry. Like, the chemistry is like, mm-hmm. and, you know, it shows through when you listen to these things. But, yeah. it, and the interesting thing, and I'll leave you with this, one of the interesting things about the, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll do this because you're like me. Uh, when you go back and listen, to, so you'll watch this documentary, and then you'll go back and listen to like BG stuff, especially early stuff, and it's just like, man, like they have a song called Massachusetts, and it's just like, man, this is so good. And it was before they were, I guess, uh, uh, more disco, disco pop, you know? Yeah. Uh, this is their early times. They had a couple huge songs that charted at number one in like the UK and stuff, uh-huh. but uh, and that was one of Massachusetts. It's like, man, this is so good, just mm-hmm. so good, and they're so talented, and uh and last thing, and we'll we'll see you guys uh, well, next actually, week. Well, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, my, my thing of the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for you. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> hear it. it my so, bad. Uh, Go ahead. This is all right. So, uh, well, I showed it to you already. Yeah. Just so we can talk about it. Um, the group is based around the group Tame Impala. Yeah. And they, I guess the 
musically, I guess, want to give them like a genre. Mm -hmm. It's definitely uh, 70s. Some of it is classic rock. Some of it is like some of his newer stuff is very synthy based. Yeah. Um, but it have, he released a song a handful of years ago, Elephant. Yeah. And Elephant. Good um, song. Which is uh, pretty much like just like, like an it seems it sounds like an, like an ex Beatles song. So yeah. It sounds just like John Lennon. Yeah. In that recording. Well, um, I mentioned a few times on the on the past few podcasts. Uh, There's like a, a BBC radio station that yeah. allows bands and artists to cover other songs. Right. So they had the Wiggles, which you know is a humongous kids group. Big. Time. I like to see how big. I like you know like record sales and stuff. Are, right. You know, just because I'll, I'll probably be pretty amazed how big they actually are. Yeah. Um, you know, the Australian kids group, they um, they covered Elephant, and it's. One of the, honestly, the better covers you'll hear. For of, sure. Of a song that I guess you might not know the song. Right. Um, just unless you know Tame Impala. Yeah. But their cover of that song, because they did the little, their own little spin on it. If you, if you hear this, check out both you know, BG's documentary sure. and that. Cause, um, it's, and you put me on that. And I and like and I told you, I agreed with you. The the Of course, like the original, you put me on the original. Heard that song by when the Wiggles covered it. And I, because I know I told you, I was like, man, I kind of like this better. Well, yeah. I, and well, I, well, I think, I think we both agreed and looking at all the, you know, the comments about under the video that kind of everybody agrees upon it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an amazing cover of a, of a, of a good song. Yeah. But one that people may not know. Right. The Beatles, not the Beatles, the Beatles, the Wiggles, uh, comparing like they had like 7 million views on yeah. that video, but in the actual original mm -hmm. video, it had, fraction of it right right um so again so that's my uh, interesting thing of the week yeah check it out do that check it like matthew said check out both man it, i'm telling you it's uh it's definitely worth your time and you'll respect both uh if you do a little bit more if you don't already you'll definitely will afterwards so mm, definitely um yeah so uh yes yeah wrapping it up i know um so we have our suggestions i guess to the crowd out yeah. there and uh our um uh, three set segments for next week so we'll uh i guess we'll see y'all then yeah tune in peace out